Welcome, bride chillas and groom chillas. Groom chillas? Alicia, let's uh, let's workshop that. Uh, you're listening to the Save the Date Wedding Podcast, the number one wedding podcast hosted by author, comedian, and wedding advice giverer Alicia McCormick. Episode 128 of the Save the Date Wedding Podcast. Alicia here, the host of the show, joined by Rich. The always enthusiastic co-host <laughs> of the Save the Date Winning Podcast and my husband. You're not always the co-host, but I want no. you to be on more regularly and so do the listeners. Yeah, I don't know about that. They do. So, uh, where are, can you hear, we'll just be quiet, can you hear the background of the Australian noises? I don't know if you can hear that That's or not. It's pretty quiet. It is pretty quiet. There's a bushy, <laughs> that sounds like the devil. <laughs> it's What are the noises? Like it's a buggy... Some birds, Birdsy, sort of, uh, cicadas, some cicadas and insects. Some sort of insect noise. The gentle breeze is wafting in through the open window. Oh my God. In four days time, we're going to be on a plane. Yeah, that's true. Uh, going 24 hours uh, of travel back to London, to the darkness, to the British people. I need to really up my game of being the excited. British people are nice. I love the British people. That wasn't a dig at the British people, but we won't be with the Australian people. No. Oh gosh. No, yeah. What are we doing here today, Richard Maddock? It's Q&A Thursday. Yes. Um, we've already been for a swim this morning. That was nice. And now we're here to uh, do some work. We should just explain. We are usually based in London. If you're new to this wedding podcast, welcome, by the welcome. way. Welcome. Such a big welcome. Join us. We Go live back in... to Ep 1 now. Listen to all the rest <laughs> and then you can come back to this one. Congrats. That's very good advice. Very good advice, my husband. So we live in London. We have been in Australia. Our first trip home in two years. Mm. We've been here for nearly a month. Yep. Our skin is brown. Our hair is fair. Our hair is fair. Our step is light. Correct. We've eaten a lot. We've seen a lot of people. I got a really serious case of laryngitis or strep throat <laughs> where I could not speak for a week. It was so peaceful and quiet. <laughs> mm. And it really played, messed with my podcasting schedule because I was like, I'm going to come to Australia and do lots of recording so I'm way ahead of the game and I didn't have a voice so that didn't happen. But that's fine. That's fine. So you might hear a bit of a weird voice. That's why it is. Now, we're doing your, we're answering your questions. We have, listen to this. Oh, that sounds shit. <laughs> now, listeners, don't be, this is a sound of shuffling paper. She's actually prepared paper. And don't be confused into thinking this is a professional operation with 10 staff and we're open all hours. It's still a two-bit. Part. It's too a, a two-bit operation. And you know why we have papers? I usually read this off the screen, but we're staying at our lovely friend Julia's house and she is a printer. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> I am printing some shit out. So uh, we have paper to work off. We have a lot to she get through. She did make us hook up the printer, though. Well, that's true. We were tech support for the printer yeah. and now we're like, I'll just test it, printing out 16 pages of your Q&A. There is no way, not a chance in hell, we're going to get through 16 pages. But... I want you to know if you thank you is just adjusting those. If you have sent something through, just be aware I will answer your question. It just might take a couple of weeks. Should we do the tweets first? Or please, yes, tweet? please, yes, please. Got so, some? Yeah, no, go on. If you are wanting to tweet me and you're not following me, save the date PC as in podcast is where you tweet me. As these people have not done. as in politically correct. Completely not that. No. Gee whiz. Uh, this one is from. <laughs> Angry Astro Panda. Oh, I love that name. That's a great name. Thank Natalie Ouellette. Mm. Listening to your podcast is literally when I realised 90% of wedding Pinterest is staged. 
talk about tunnel vision. Oh. Then what? she's done the eyes of an underscore and stuff. She's done an emoji. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, because it is. Yeah. A lot of the Pinterest is beautiful, but it's not reality. It's like the people on the Instagram, which I have now become fully addicted to. I was in Instagram denial up until about three months ago, mm. and now it's become my best friend. Kinsey. Yeah. Kins Roberts. Yeah. Thank you. Already binge listening. It is like a delivered pizza. Easy, satisfying, and I regret nothing. <laughs> She's referring to one of my lovely little interstitial moments that I plug into the podcast, and sometimes you might hear Cara Lee, my voiceover lady. Oh, yes. She's nice. Yes. Say... Uh, that it is like eating a pizza, ordering a pizza. It's very easy. Can you hear that plane? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Is that bothering you? Not me. Is it bothering you at home? I don't know. Should we just carry on? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maria Contreras, Mum Stuff Podcast and Save the Date PC, should do a podcast collab. Love listening to y'all. That, now, that is a really good suggestion, and I am will contact... Uh, the wonderful, wonderful show, mm. um, and see what they have to say because they're another one of my favourite podcasts. Thank you for that. Marie's done a little Spanish dancer as well, which is quite nice. I love that emoji. You know, yeah, everyone does. Yeah, everyone does. Yeah, uh, Amanda Saturday. Yeah, fair enough. I started listening a few days ago. I love it. We are mm. totally on the same page with garter tossed and chair covers. <laughs> fucking hate garter tossing yeah. and I fucking hate chair covers. Yeah, yeah, that can go. <clears throat> Uh, Chanel, I heard you on Save the Date. Oh, this is at Holly June Smith. I heard you on Save the Date PC. Great episode. I like the idea of you sending a questionnaire to the couple. Yes, now that is a really good point. Now, Holly was my wonderful friend, Celebrant, who was on a couple of weeks ago. And she made um, some really good points about sending questionnaires to the couples, I do believe, to, uh, to get more information um, about what they would like to put in their wedding service. Just getting to know people a little bit more, not just turning up at a celebrant's place and expecting them to get who you are and what you do. So she has developed a questionnaire that you need to fill out. Great idea. Hmm. Helen Haley, first tweet. Does she oh, mean ever? I don't know. Good on her. Hmm. If that's the case, thank you very much for sending it to me. Barnyard Bride. Thanks to Save the Date PC for inspiring me to follow my gut and start a wedding blog. Oh, great. Ooh, Barnyard Bride. Check that out. Banya Bright. Banya I'm going to add that to my blog reading list. Yeah, great. I will, and I'll report back. Thank you so much for sharing all that with me. Banya Helen. I love a tweet. A now, tweet. Look, all of these tweets have only come in in the last five minutes. Just it's like amazing. that. Just like that. You're it's gem. amazing. Thank you yeah. for looking up the technology husband. Um, should we crack on? Now, I want to just... Yeah. Uh, part of... We've got so many um, wonderful questions, but I will say, last week, I had the wonderful Meg from A Practical Wedding on, and I had A Practical Wedding Week, a whole week of Meg, and I promised that we would give away a number of her books, and it's called A Practical Planner. If you have not purchased it or looked at it on the interwebs, then you can find it via all of my social medias. I've linked to it. And can I just say, if you're wanting to purchase the book... Could you do it through my Amazon affiliate link? I've been explaining this, Rich. You might not have mm. heard me talk about this before. But we, uh, we, I am an Amazon affiliate. And all it means is if you buy through my link, it's exactly the same transaction for you, your family, whoever. But they give me, I think it's 5% of whatever you spend as a thank you for referring you. Does that make sense? It makes sense. And it's super easy and it doesn't cost you guys anything. Costs you nothing. 
it's like doing me a favor. And I always yeah. sort of say, if you don't want to buy a tote or a tea, what's your problem? Do it. They're amazing. <laughs> no, but not you might not have that in your budget. And I totally respect yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But, but I know 99% of you out there would be Amazon purchases. Mm. Everyone's it's, bought something from Amazon. The so, post room at Christmas at work is flooded with Amazon boxes. Yeah, everyone just gets it sent to your work. It's yeah. quite funny. Yeah. They just become another Amazon distribution center. It was very... It was you know, yeah, a little bit high. advantageous of some of the employees at your place of work. But, so I will say that. So if you're going to purchase anything, and people have been doing it, and I send you my thanks because it really helps us with our running costs of the podcast because this ain't no big business. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so saying that, if you uh, would like to purchase the book, you can do that via the Amazon link. Also, I did promise during the A Practical Wedding Week episodes that we are giving away a couple of copies of Meg's book. And all I ask you to do is to write in with your biggest uh, wedding planning challenge or a biggest wedding planning question, which you do share with me quite often. So I'm very grateful. And we got heaps. We got heaps. Listen, Listen to, to them. them all. These are not blank pieces of paper <laughs> that are crappy props these are genuine they really are genuine and you really went to town what i love actually about reading some of these things is people get into quite a lot of detail and i can't read them all but no. i want to i no. read i physically read them all yes. i can't share them you all can't with read you them all out because i'd have to do a podcast today a whole new podcast yeah rich uh this is from molly in mm. toronto hello molly hi alicia hope you're enjoying the hot weather in australia oh the deep freeze is setting in in canada walking to and from work is becoming less and less enjoyable oh no on the bright side, I have your podcast to help pass the time quickly. Oh, that's nice. That's so nice. Thank you. Uh, Molly's top wedding planning issue right now is the guest list. Oh, my God. Mm. You have already given so much great advice for this, but I'm struggling with the issue of who significant others should be invited. I have a lot of cousins with really varying relationship statuses, single, common law, serious relationship, mm. but not living together, relationship of one plus years, but questionable seriousness. Oh. Oh, to me anyway. Potentially dating someone, but I'm not sure. Just started dating someone. Yeah. Uh, to make it easier, my fiancé and I decided that we should just stick to inviting cousins' partners if right. they're either common law or married. However, I'm just worried that some who are in serious relationships will be offended that I didn't feel their loved ones should be included, especially those who may be thinking ahead to marriage sometime soon. Oh, Molly. Mm. Golly Molly, I haven't been getting any support for our decision for my family either. My dad thinks everyone should be able to bring someone if they want to. Definitely not happening. Totally agree with your advice about a wedding isn't the place for a third date. Yes, that is so true. Thank you. Because they might get frisky on that third date and it might be embarrassing for everyone. <laughs> also, I don't want people there that I haven't at least met. This is 100% correct. Mm. Uh, do you think our approach sounds reasonable? Any other strategies for this that you can advise? Uh, so what do you think about Molly? Oh, and Molly has ordered a bride chiller t-shirt. Oh my god! On you, Molly. Yes, that's a that's a tricky one, Molly. We had some issues along those lines ourselves. We really did, and we caused we shit. It was a bit of a shit stir, to yeah. be honest, at our yeah. wedding. And we we stuck to our beliefs. We stuck to the rules that we made ourselves, and I think we, it was all the better for it. However, each situation, of course, is individual. I always try and say that in the Guide to Getting Hitched, and I've said that in numerous podcast episodes when we're talking about guest lists. Every family's a little bit different, and they all have mm. different circumstances around relationships and how who gets on with who and how important you are to each other. 
sure everyone's important, but how often you see people. If you have a cousin who's been going out with someone for three years and you haven't met that person or seen the cousin in three years... Yeah. Uh, should they well, come to your wedding? I would question that. I would say... If now, of course, if the cousin's living in you're in Toronto, and the cousin's living in Auckland, yes, then perhaps that's a difficult situation. You can't just go and meet up every weekend. And even if you're living over the other side of Canada, it's probably not on. But how often do you speak to them on the phone? Do you Skype? Are you in email contact? I think these are the things that should be considered if mm. if it's a smaller wedding as well. Um, I do think if you are having to choose between different guests and perhaps they've been in a relationship for three or four years and you do know the person, I think then definitely invite them. It yeah, shouldn't be about yeah. no, if they're legally hitched or yes, yeah, yeah. You know, in a de facto relationship and they're all sharing bills. or You're not going, yeah. going to drill down that hard to see. You're not going to, to ask, well, do you guys have a common bank account? <laughs> Does he like olives? <laughs> Does he cough with his tongue out? <laughs> well, then he's out. He's out. But I do think it's up to your... You know, you've got to trust your instincts when it comes to who's in and who's out with with those sort of. I hate using the word rules, but just you've set guidelines to who you want to have on mm. the list, mm. and it's not up to someone else to say, "Well, they're invited and and you didn't invite them, but they're invited." So I don't understand. It's up to you who you invite to your wedding. Yeah, absolutely. So I do think. You just need to be mindful of your current relationships. And also, you know, we go back to obligation. I'm always going on about this. There shouldn't be anyone there that you feel obliged to invite. Yeah. But also, if someone stands out on the list and doesn't stick this stick to this these guidelines that you set yourself, but you really want them to come, well, bloody invite them. Bloody invite them. Take them, take them on. Yeah. Good luck, Molly. Good luck, Mom. I like that you're sticking to your guns. And even your know, parents can be really annoying, but great but really annoying when they don't get what you're trying to do. So we tip the hat to you, Molly. And let us know when the wedding is and how it goes. And if we can come. Um, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We were saying the other day, I always say that, and then I get these lovely emails saying, if you and Rich would like to come, if you happen to be in LA at this time of the year... They haven't even met me and they want to invite me. Oh, he's a total thug. No, I'm I'm bad news. But honestly, I was thinking this could be a good documentary that we just tool around for a year Mm. and visit Save the Date Wedding Podcast Bride Chillers and Groom Chillers Weddings. Road trip. Yeah, it could be a fun fun, Netflix road road trip movie. I can't even say it. (laughs) Who's going to commission that shit if I can't even say what it is? (laughs) I would like to watch that. I would just like to go to the weddings. You'd just like to go to the weddings. Yeah, yeah. I would, because yeah. I feel like I'm part of your families. And really, I am. Um, <laughs> Kirsten wrote to me, and she says, Alicia, thank you so much for filling a nearly empty void in the wedding planning world. You are now solidly number one. Number one. Whoa, of my top three, uh, quote-unquote, practical wedding planning resources. And to think I'm only 10 months into planning for my June 2016 wedding. I'm both crushed and elated that I've just discovered you. Oh. I've been binge listening for the last 10 days. <laughs> God, I love a binge listen. Just just to pause there for a second. Yeah. Kirsten, we're coming back to you. Rich and I have been binge watching Making a Murderer. Murder. Oh, my God. Fuck. I don't know why we aren't watching it now. Well, because we've promised these lovely people right, that okay. we'd produce a podcast. Fine. But we are, because we have been literally consumed by socialising, which has been wonderful. It has. For the past three and a half weeks. I, like, we really only see each other when we're getting to bed each night and we go, oh, hello, how was today? 
it's good. We've been doing things together, but we haven't really conversed. But then we discovered this this series. We've been, you know, people have been Facebooking and Twittering and all this stuff, and I keep going, don't read anything because it sounds amazing. So we've been using every last waking second. Like we get into bed and it's midnight. We're like, should we just do another episode? Let's just, let's just do another three. Fine, we only get four hours sleep. I don't care. I just need to know. So we just watched Ep 7. Oh, my God. We might have to watch Ep 8 after this. I've got to, so I've got to try and cram in a run. A run. <laughs> uploading this episode. Yeah. Three more episodes. And then we've got two more social appointments. God help me. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so she said that number one, I'm number one, Lily. She says, and number two is a practical wedding. Great. So having just found you and then hearing your interview with Meg, it was mm. doubly special. Meg week. Meg week. Her blog post on table seating with photos of how it looks to seat six, eight, or ten people at a 60-inch round table alone yeah. save my sanity. Yeah. I'm going to find that. Yeah. Uh, between seating and guest list and working out details with the rental company and caterer, I could go on and on and on and on. I finally had time this week to listen to both podcasts with Meg. So exciting to hear she's got a new book out. Uh, and, you know, she's got a question for us, basically. Yes. She says, uh, you see... This is my second wedding. Oh. Congratulations. Congrats. And Kirsten, I am going to do a whole episode on second weddings because I feel like I've been yeah, ignoring the yeah. second and third wedding people and it's yeah. absolutely not on purpose. Yeah. I know second weddings aren't uncommon, but in this case, things aren't as they seem. I'm 38 mm-hmm. years old and I'm a widow. Mm-hmm. I lost my husband after more than 10 years of marriage. He died from a long-term illness that lasted the majority of our marriage and for which I was his primary caregiver. Mm. During this time, we also had two children. My daughters are now seven and ten years old. After my husband died, I began dating and met an incredible man, my fiancé, or as some might say, my chapter two. Oh, oh I like that. Yeah. Although, isn't that bankruptcy as well? Well, listen, don't bring it down. <laughs> and we're getting Keep it light. Ma- Come on. <laughs> Keep it light. We're getting married in June this year. As you might imagine, this is certainly not how I expected my life to be at 38. no. no. Side note, side note, we did meet online, but not on Tinder. I love it. You can meet on Tinder as well. I don't care. Oh, fuck. I love it. I think because in Meg's interview, we did talk about sort of wanting to go on Tinder, even though we're deeply in love with our husbands. Are you? Yes. Uh, She says, we're planning a very small ceremony and reception at my parents' house in Wisconsin in the US this June. There are a number of responses and questions and issues I have had in the planning of this wedding and ceremony and celebration directly related to me being a widow. Help! Now, I'm going to share. She's got a few here, and I've just picked a couple. But, again, I would like to actually come back to this email in the episode talking about second wedding. So I don't want to, quote-unquote, waste some good info um, because I think it's fantastic, and I'd like to help you a little bit more. But the one I have here that I've chosen out of the three or four points that um, lovely Kirsten made is this. My mother insists we say no gifts because, quote, people have already given you a gift at your first wedding. What? Well, I'm not super into gifts. (laughs) I am. And well, truly, we have everything we need. I don't know if we don't need... Sorry. (laughs) Should I learn to read? Yeah. I'm just... I was just appalled. Yeah. I don't know that if we don't register somewhere, people do give gifts and might give us things we don't want or need. Well, I don't expect people to give us something. I mean, who doesn't give a gift at a wedding? Correct. I certainly haven't ever thought... I already gave her something. Why would I give her something else? <laughs> She's not Elizabeth Taylor. No. It's, not like you go, it's well, your second yeah. wedding. Now, so I, this is the thing that stood out to me. 
again, I will come back to your email in a very near future episode, Kirsten, but I just thought your mum is probably being mindful uh, of her... No, it's bullshit. Let's rewind. He already had a birthday. I gave him a gift his last <laughs> birthday. I'm not going to give him a gift this birthday. And not, you're not marrying the same person. I'm really sorry about the circumstances. Yeah, they are Devastating. Yeah. But also... Bloody hell, congratulations for finding yeah. another wonderful person to marry. I, I mean, think it's a gift. You know, to find two in one life is quite rare. Exactly. And I absolutely think that everyone that you invite, whether they were at your first wedding, and that's also lovely that they can come and share this with you and see you finding your happiness again is magical. And I'm sure all these people involved in both weddings will be absolutely delighted to be gifting you mm. For your, yeah. as you said, chapter two, your new life. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Kirsten's mum, but I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. And I just wonder if Kirsten is getting married in Manitowoc County. Is that in Wisconsin? I should know that. We've just been watching seven episodes of this. Of course it's in Wisconsin. Well, there are the best lawyers in is Wisconsin. She getting, oh my God. Maybe she knows. <laughs> no, look, I don't think she's given me any more details. Let me quickly look through this. No. Tell us, Kirsten, are you getting married in Manitowoc County? Oh, my God. I don't know. I'm reading speed reading. There's so many other great things I want to share from her email. We're going to find out. Kirsten, write to me if you know anyone involved in that case. Um, <laughs> Rich is giving me the kill it sign, going, don't talk about that. Don't talk about the case. Kirsten, thank you so much for your email. And again, we will share more. Inf- we'll share more from your emails in the future. But I do think it's wonderful that you are really cracking on with life and you found a wonderful person to share it with. Um, Now, another question after this brief moment. We just heard someone's just started a grinder, which is really annoying because we're trying to record a podcast, but we've got the windows open because it's 37 degrees. Mm. Uh, Lovely, lovely, lovely lady. Um, Chris wrote to me. And she said, just listen to your most recent episode with a practical wedding and loved it. Was that your microphone technique? Loved it. <laughs> it was everything. I did move back from that because I didn't want to deafen you. Yeah, it was no, everything I needed quality. to hear, especially with a deeply traditional Southern family where my ideas of eco-friendly cutting the fluff and bullshit are not being well received at all. Oh. Pick up your game, Southern family. My biggest challenge thus far hasn't actually been actual wedding day related. We decided to have our engagement party at a Mardi Gras parade. Oh, mm. that's fun. Yeah. We're both from New Orleans. Say it properly. Me? Yep. New Orleans? Thank you. And therefore, name? this was like the perfect alternative to the casual barbecue for the rest of the states. And don't worry, no nudity actually occurs at Mardi Gras parades. Oh, that's a shame. I'm disappointed. Anyway, sounded like a great idea. But now, February the 6th is not that far away. And it's been chaos, capital C-H-A-O-S. Everything you think could happen has happened. Everything from CJ, my fiancé, having to work the morning of and getting off at five when the parade starts, ooh, to having to go and figure out the logistics for... St- <laughs> this is what I was actually thinking of. For staking out our spot for the actual parade. Yeah, right. Long story short, no one else do this. She's written in capitals. <laughs> I know it will be a blast and unique and totally us, uh, and I will be enduring some serious headaches until then. All the best. Now, I think this is great. This is very... I love that, you know, it's actually one of those things that it is thinking outside the box. It's an event that you really enjoy and you want to participate in. Yeah. 
But it's really hard when you're trying to include... A bit practically tough. Yeah, your group of people in a pre-arranged massive... I'm, I'm, I'm sort of thinking the Mardi Gras parades are pretty Pretty huge. massive, yeah. So, I mean, bless your heart for staking it out. It did remind me of a time, a few... Well, quite, this is pre-rich PR in my life, when my friends and I decided to go on New Year's Eve to watch the Sydney, oh, the Sydney Harbour fireworks. fireworks. Yeah. And we spotted, we knew we were living across on the northern side of the harbour and we had heard that there were some good spots down the waterfront, but you had to get there early. So we turned up at 10am. turned up at 10am? Yeah, we were idiots. <laughs> we put down the picnic rug and uh, we set up and we had our drinks, but we had our esky and we're like, we're not going to start drinking until later in the day because this is a really long day. So we were very sensible. We had a couple of lovely picnicky things. We weren't allowed to have a barbecue because they were afraid, you know, we were going to burn the, you know, it was barbecues were banned down there. Mm. But the problem was the toilets were about a kilometre hike away. And by, I don't know, two or three o'clock in the afternoon, it was so rammed that you could barely get up and move around. Really? Yeah. And it was just people everywhere. And by the time, you know, we got to sort of eight or nine o'clock, they did the kids' fireworks at nine o'clock. Yeah. So the kids kind of watch the fireworks and they go home. And we watched the kids' fireworks. And I remember thinking it was such a trek to the toilet that we barely were drinking any alcohol because none of us wanted to make the trek. And then there were big lines. Yeah. And then on the way to the toilets, we followed this track and I could smell some poo. <laughs> and people were just... Not yours. Not my poo. No, no, no. But people got so desperate that they were squatting and doing squat down by the track. Shits by the side of the water, and this is supposed to be a Sydney. You know, people think of Sydney being elegant. So when you see it on the news, you need to have that image in your mind. Think of people squatting in a bush (laughs) in a very affluent (laughs) suburb. Can I just say where we were sitting was probably one of the one of the more expensive suburbs in Sydney, and it was on a point where there was a park. But who's squatting and defecating? There's a word you don't expect to hear on a wedding planning podcast. No, save the date, defecate. There you go, put that on a t-shirt. Don't do it. Um, you will not be able to buy that t-shirt <laughs> online. You can but, try and make it yourself. Well, don't. Chris, uh, yeah, look, I think you're wise to be staking it out. I'm sorry that CJ's not going to be there uh, on time, but if you are there and you've got some friends to help you out, yeah. make sure you plan where the toilets are because yeah. that is annoying. If you can't, you know, make sure you have plenty of water. Lots of beads. And have a bloody great time. Oh, I think it's fabulous. Really fabulous. Thank you for that email. Brittany. Brittany. Email saying. Where's Brittany from, did she say? No. No, fine. She might. She does. I'm a liar. (laughs) I've been listening to your podcast since shortly after getting engaged in September. Congrats. And if you, uh, if anything, I wish I'd found it right away. It has been so helpful and full of wonderful advice in planning for our August wedding near Chicago. Oh. We love Chicago. I've particularly appreciated the episodes about addressing leaving children off our guest list, a decision my parents were not fond of to begin with, Mm. but have come to accept. Congratulations. We should leave parents off the guest list. Am I right, guys? (laughs) As well as our first look photos, which uh, we're looking forward to doing before our evening ceremony. Again, I think they're fabulous ideas. Episode 125 with Meg Keen was great. Meg week. Yep. And it combined my two favorite wedding resources. Oh, this is the second person to say this. Oh. So here I am with my greatest challenge I've encountered. Get ready. My mum. Yep. She means well. 
and I love that she wants to be involved, but I'm also trying to help her understand my fiance and I'd like to plan parts of our wedding together. I think she struggled with how involved he has been and I had a picture in my mind of us planning the wedding together more. While she won't admit it, I believe this has created the stressful situations like arguments over the guest list and dress shopping for her mother of the bride dress, as well as a bridal dress shopping trip that ended in tears. Oh, dear. I'm hoping that as we near the later stages and start choosing decor, she'll feel more of the process, a part of more of the process, and appreciate that while I want to include her as much as possible, I want my fiancé to be able to plan um, what he's interested in, too. Well, it is his wedding. Correct. It takes two to tango. Not three, Mama. Um, So... She also... That was a statement. That was right. Okay, statement. I thought it was important to include that because I think there are a lot of people that have the same problem with mums just deciding that they're going to plan the whole thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's not their wedding. It's not their wedding. It's not their grand final. I'm very lucky to have a large family of talented people, some of whom have careers that are helpful when planning a wedding. Oh. One of my cousins works at a flower shop, Mm -hmm. and since the flowers I want are not fussy or extravagant, vibrant wildflowers, a variety of colours... Whatever is in season works well to keep it budget-friendly. She offered to do my flowers for me. Gee, that's generous. That is amazing. Wonderful. I also have a cousin who does wedding hair and makeup and a family <laughs> friend who does hair. Oh, my gosh. Can I? Like these? Are, I think everyone wants your family. <laughs> They're excited to do my hair and makeup as well as my bridesmaids. My question is, what would your advice be if they do not charge me for their services in order to compensate them? Uh, this is a good question. Very good we question. have not discussed compensation since it's months away, but I would like an outside opinion on how to handle it if, in fact, they say it is my wedding present or something to that effect. I'm a graphic designer and have done friends save the dates and invitation suites for them uh, in this same manner. That's very generous. I'm not sure if this applies to a wide enough audience, but I know my many brides reach out to loved ones first if their career fits a service that they're in help of, so perhaps it will. Fingers crossed, uh, one of these situations wins the giveaway. Either way, I'll still be listening for all the advice I'm sure is to come from the questions, challenges you'll get. Thank you for all of your help and making us feel like we aren't alone in the planning process. Just another bride chiller, Brittany. Amazing. She's not just, she's a wonderful bride chiller. Um, I would hazard a guess that quite a lot of people uh, get family or friends to help out with various things like flowers or makeup or music or this cakes. or that. Cakes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it's a very common issue. I agree. And I think if you have these people, and I have said this numerous times, if you have people that are willing to participate and willing to be generous uh, in their services, whatever they may be, I think absolutely accept them. It's, you know, if they're not good at what they do. <laughs> <laughs> Just if you like what yeah. they do. You don't want to be going, oh, Auntie Carol thinks she's really good at cake making. They fucking taste awful. Like concrete. I don't want that shit at my wedding. <laughs> then maybe you say, Auntie Carol, listen. Listen. We've su- we have pre-booked. I'm so, so sorry. You bake something for another event. Little Timmy does flowers. Yeah, I've seen what little Timmy does. He's not very know. good. Yeah. So, But it sounds like Brittany's got a bunch of great people on board. So when she talks about compensation, I think there are two avenues you could take here. I always think it's nice to offer money anyway. Yeah. Now, I'm probably 80% sure these people are going to be saying, no, thank you. But I think it's a nice gesture just to say, oh, please let me, I really value your services and what you do. 
please let us at least give you a token gesture. Don't yes. say token gesture because yeah. it's probably not the nicest way, but just say, could we at least give you something? I'm pretty sure they might say, no, yeah. forget yeah. it. If they say yes, great, job done. Everyone's we'll happy. Get it at a discount. If they say no, this is a gift or a present, fine. I do think in these situations it's always nice if they do say no money, it's nice to perhaps gift them a bottle of wine. Yes, yeah. Some cookies. Yeah. Something that's a bit personal to them. I don't mean you have to go for extravagant gifts because that sort of defeats the purpose of them providing you a wonderful service for free or at a discount. Mm. But it is a nice gesture to say. Just a little something just to acknowledge. Thank you for putting in the time and the effort for us. It means a lot. And of course, I wouldn't be expecting a wedding gift from them. Perhaps that's a gift. And maybe you could say another thing to say, well, if you don't accept compensation, please, can this be your gift to us? Because we're so grateful for it. Yeah. They probably still buy your gift. Yeah. But I do think it's about manners and not an etiquette in a modern way and not just expecting that people do this. Of course, Brittany, you sound like you are totally in control of your manners and uh, you seem very Brittany friendly. has lovely manners on, on the old email. so Very friendly. So I'm sure she's well and truly there. But I just think a nice bottle of wine or something that you can just, a small gesture, just to say thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And Brittany, I appreciate you so much. You're getting a book. So is everyone wow. that has written to me today. Go I Brittany. feel like Oprah. <laughs> you're getting a trip to Australia and you're getting a trip to no, Australia. No, not Australia. Getting, oh. Kristen is getting a book. A book. Brittany is getting a book. Uh, Molly. Molly is getting a book. I feel like there's another person. If I'm going to go back through when I listen to this, obviously, and give if there's a third, fourth person I've forgotten, you're getting a book. Um, speaking of manners <laughs> and someone who's going to get a book, right? Uh, we've just had another email come in, right? And I'm just shuffling my papers because it's Are hot off the printer. Yes, hot off the printer. This is a lovely little email. This is from. Uh, Amber. Hello, yeah. Amber. Hello, Amber. Now, Amber doesn't say where she's from. Uh, maybe maybe write in, Amber, and tell us where you're from. We'd love to know. I'm only laughing because I do know what's coming. Amber has said, uh, this is a message from Amber, go fuck herself, tell her friends too. And I said er uh, because she's written, like, it's... Well, she's yourself not ri- is spelt you are and look S-E-L-F. we're not having a go at her literacy problems no, not may- problems maybe. or maybe she's just typed that fast on an iPhone but, but I just feel like you can type the full word if if you're going to say go if fuck you really herself, mean tell her friends too just type the whole thing so fuck you all from Amber <laughs> well this is I mean this is the first hate mail yeah it's funny because we've received um hate is going to hate 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 is going to hate 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 but I thought, look, thanks, Amber, for taking the time to go to my website, to find the contact page, yep. to go down to the form, yep. to type that out. Yeah, but I just, one question <laughs> for Amber is, I, I don't know what she's upset about. Yeah, Amber, if you are listening, like, and you genuinely have a grievance with if me. If you are listening, why are you listening? It's what's happened, Dal? What's, What's happened? going on, and sweetheart? Just, yeah, tell us. Because we want to keep everyone happy. And I, can I just say, and this is not in, like, that's funny. And we did have a giggle because I was like, oh, we've got a message oh, from Amber. Oh, we got Amber. a message oh, from oh. Amber needs to learn a manners. <laughs> um, and I'm free and easy with the F-bombs. Absolutely. As but... you bloody well know. And as everyone listening knows. But there's no need for that. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Tell her friends too. So I have. You're so, all my friends. Yeah. Amber doesn't really like us all or um, has, a, has a problem. But Amber, if you are listening and you do have a genuine grievance, write it out. Please write in. Um, if anyone has any other hate mail that they no. want to send through. And 
I, can I say, I, I'm, can I just say, yes, I'm you can. going to sound like a nana. Can yeah. I just say, I love hearing different opinions. I am so open to if you are, like, I, I did have a lovely email. I can't remember if I read it out. I think I did, maybe two or three months ago. About, I made a comment about, you know, it was about lovely Laura Babb, who is a photographer, and mm, she was on, saying yes. that sometimes churches can be, uh, and ministers, and this is a very generalized statement, and we did say that when we made the statement, yeah. that you have to really plan ahead with photographers, because sometimes ministers sort of say, you can only shoot from this angle, or uh, oh. you can't move around the church, mm. fine, it's their place. But we did say... Some people aren't choosing to get married in churches that you're going elsewhere. And I'd made a sort of reasonably flippant comment saying, hey, churches, you know, you, if you want people to keep coming back and doing their stuff there, maybe you should be a bit more amenable. And perhaps that wasn't what everyone agrees with, which and is fine. That's fine. And one of my lovely listeners, I'm so sorry I forgot your name. It was a long time ago. said, hey, my dad's a minister. He doesn't act like that. That was a bit of a general statement. And I said, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. So, and I really appreciated that. And we had a lovely email conversation and we uh, got to a lovely conclusion where we were both happy. So I am encouraging, if you don't agree with things, I have to say, if you've got extra points to make, say them. And feel free to use the F-bomb as well. Please. If you have a question, visit com. like all of these wonderful people did today. You can also leave me a voicemail next Q&A or the Q&A episode afterwards. I have a bunch of voicemails that We've I'm going to heaps. be sharing. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to save them up, but don't be afraid to leave the voicemail because they're fabulous. Yes. And, um, you know, if you don't want to actually leave a voicemail via the app that I have uh, on my website, you could just simply record it in your iPhone and email me the file. That's true. That's it's so very, easy. That, that is really easy. It's like so fucking easy. Sometimes I do it saying, oh, we need milk, bread, and avocado. True. Just email it through to you. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, you could have texted. But I also <laughs> think, here's another thing. If you write to me, I've been sending people voicemails as a reply. So you might yeah. get a personalized voicemail yeah. from me because, Jesus, it's so much easier than writing and it's back. nice. I think it's personal. Yeah. So if you do do that, expect a voicemail back from me and uh, please send me a voicemail. Also, remember... Bride chiller, maid chiller, and also groom chiller groom t-shirts chiller. and totes are coming. Fella chiller. Fella chiller. Mm. Mm, less so. It sounds a bit weird. The <laughs> groom chillers will be up on the website uh, when we're back in London. So next week, also Friday quickies will be starting again when we are back in the UK. So there will be three shows a week. And uh, I love making this show. So thank you so much for listening. Welcome again to all the new listeners. Again, as Rich said at the beginning of the show, if you haven't gone back through the back catalogue, 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 there are over 127 other episodes. Get to it. To listen to. We love you all. We appreciate your support. And thank you so much for listening. Rich, final thoughts? From me? Yeah. No? Okay, good. Uh, we will end by saying happy wedding planning and happy, happy days. days. Save the date wedding podcast. Don't plan your wedding without it.